Holy moly, I've got a very important message from Zane Shaw. He's got a podcast. You're listening to Save Your Bacon with Zane Shaw and Will Palumbo. Don't lose your bacon. Get Zane and Will shaken. Hey guys, it's Zane Shaw here. This is Save Your Bacon, a comedic advice podcast where we think we're helping. Will Palumbo would usually do this intro, and he would also say his name first, but he is on a road trip in North Carolina, which is why this episode is an unusual one. It is the first of what will probably start to happen quite often for weekly fillers. Compilation episode. This compilation episode is all... Just legal advice questions from previous episodes. What do I mean by legal advice? I don't mean we're giving real legal advice. We don't do that. (laughs) That's not what this show's about, huh? This is more so questions that uh, we ask, can you do this? Is it legal to do this? Uh, Would you go to jail for this? Um, just stuff on that topic, and this is probably not every question that fits that category from previous episodes, but it's just a good handful, um, mainly to see if this is going to work as a filler-style thing, um, for the future, compilation-wise, and I'm doing it categorically right now when I edit it so that this is a legal advice episode, because it'll be easier to keep track of things in the future, knowing, oh, we only made this compilation legal advice, as opposed to just our favorites, because it might start to lose track over the days because there are just so many, so many good ones, you know? Uh, That being said, this is uh, Zane Shaw handing to you a compilation of good, good legal advice. Will you go to jail? Is it okay to do this? Questions over the previous episodes. Please enjoy. Can you be trespassed from jail? Is that it? Is that? (laughs) No, man. Okay, good. Got more. If you refuse to leave jail, what are they going to do? Arrest you and throw you in jail? (laughs) This question comes from, I should have said it earlier, comes from Benjamin Ikuda on Reddit. Thank you uh, for your fantastic question. This is a serious situation. I want you looking dead in the eyes wherever you are. This is the second home away from home question we've gotten so far about what do I do if I want to make a home in somewhere I'm not supposed to make my home? The thing I'm so confused about right now is... Can you be trespassed from jail? Not like can, can you be you trespassed be, from jail? Yeah. Like can that they throw you word. out of there? Are they like, hey, you're you're trespassing on jail property? You're not even in jail. Get out of here. Hey, you're not supposed to be locked up. Get out of here. Um, I mean, if you're talking to some good cops, that'd be the likely, I mean, hopeful answer you'd get. Hey, you're not supposed to be here, pal. That's a wholesome answer, right? Hey, but buddy, like, you're not supposed to be here. Let's say you're in the uh, the area where they all come outside and everybody's out there but they look at you and they're like you're not in uniform wait a minute you're not even in jail get you're out of blue here jeans hey, get out of here you're hey blue jeans hey <laughs> shout out to him hey barry blue jeans get on out of here why don't you <laughs> yeah I, and, then, that w- <laughs> and then they look at you and they and and you look at them and you say no <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, and they say, "Why I oughta?" And they, and then you say, "What are you gonna throw do?" You in jail. Yeah. What are, you, exactly. what are you gonna do? Let me stay here? <laughs> then I win. Yeah, this is the ultimate 
prankster who <laughs> just gets it and is just sticking it to every man possible who says, what are you going to do? Throw me in jail again? Man, super con man uh, response. I dig it. Thank you to whoever sent this. I, I bet nobody's <laughs> ever thought of this. Nobody. This is stellar. <laughs> um, but can you trust? Okay. Question though. Can yeah. you trespass in jail? You walk into the station. You say, hello, clerk. I'm here to check myself in. And they say, did you commit a crime? He said, no. I just would love to stay in one of your cells. Um, uh, and they say, no, that would be trespassing? Is that the answer you get? Oh, that's absolutely not the answer you get. Because I can promise you the first thing that they will think, if you say, no, I just want to stay in one of your cells, they're going to say, oh, an escape artist on our hands do we have? And they're going to say, yeah, uh, sure. magician, Mr. Houdini, come show <laughs> uh, us your work. Mr. Houdini whodunit, Derry Doheny, from, almost from Drake and Josh, except I said Derry. So think of a milk carton with like the weird hair that Harry Houdini had and chains on his legs. I wish now, I had any clue of what you were talking about. Same. Now, imagine this person. <laughs> imagine this person, exactly as I described him, Derry Doheny. They, they were talking to the clerk, and they're like, sure, we'll lock you up for the night. You go into your cell. And they're like, oh, they have no idea what's coming to... Derry Doheny has no idea what's about to happen to him. And then and, you sleep and just don't leave. And, and then that's you your con. And then you sleep and then you wake up and they say, You're still here, and you say, Surprised? Got you. <laughs> that's a, you don't even know it. Actually, the long con. You say, I actually escaped during the night, but I loved the bed so much more than my home bed, I broke back in and came back to my cell. And and they say, that's So I think be. I'll stay. That Thanks so much, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the free bed, idiot. Now, when's breakfast? You feed me now. <laughs> oh, foiled again. <laughs> and this is, it's a good thing a we line. have all these extra cells. Is, I was going to say, this is when the camera pans out and it just shows like the hundreds of other magicians that have done this over like the past week. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, it's just that they don't have internet, and you can only ask once before you do it, realize it's the answer to all your problems, and then you just never ask it again. And that's why this doesn't come up very often, because most jails, the issues that we have with our jail systems right now, could really just be solved if we found a way to kick out all these magicians. It really could be, but they they are magic, and they, every time we try and get them to leave, um, they blow our minds with some kind of, like, vanishing lady trick, or guessing the right card and i'm like oh that's some pretty good entertainment basically this is what we need this just hit me we need an america's got talent going on in prison with all of the magicians showing off how good they are in prison and the winner gets to stay in prison but the losers ah, they gotta go (laughs) they gotta go home the new crisis (laughs) <laughs> That's how we solve the new crisis of too many magicians in our jail cells. We host a America's Got Talent, and that gets yep. put towards taxpayer dollars or something. I don't know. That was a government term because that's what we're talking about, I suppose. And uh, in the meantime, it gets rid of all but one magician, unless they use magic yeah. to keep one with them, and then they get another. That's true. If they have an assistant, if they bring in an assistant from the outside, the assistant also gets to be in jail with exactly. them. Exactly. If and they that win. that is just the greatest uh, gift you could possibly get. The question is, why do I want to fall out of my chair? Mm. And the, descri- <laughs> the description <laughs> says, 
second semester of senior year of high school, and I'm in the first week, I keep having the thought of wanting to literally lean backwards far enough to fall over. I don't exactly know why, but I was tired this whole week. My crush left the school. I had enough of everyone's stupid inputs to stuff at school. For example, I saw this old lady walking a cat on a leash. I was like, WTF? It definitely was a cat. <laughs> I, was, I was 10 to 20 feet away from it, so I could tell it was a cat. Later. <laughs> Anything more and I'm clueless. <laughs> Later, people were talking about the cat with a leash on it. The girl joins in and says, no, it was a dog. I said, no, it was definitely a cat. She says, if it has a leash, then it's a dog. She was dead serious. I mean, I mean, she doesn't make jokes. What kind of ridiculous logic is that? If a child had one of those kid leashes on it, does that make them a dog too? Sorry if I got a little off topic, but that's the kind of people I deal with. Oh no, it's okay, man. <laughs> Could this be <laughs> Could this be that I don't want to see anyone's faces and I can't yell, so I think if I fall backwards it could be a substitute for yelling? Oh, that's one theory. Wow. If you need a full. refresher, the question is why do I want to fall out of my chair? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you could boil it down to that, but boy, what a rich vein we have mined into. <laughs> the gold honeypot here. Yeah. Okay, so this kind of reminds me, this last this last weekend, um, like, uh, just like a week ago, I was at a wedding, and uh, just like in the audience, not like part of the party or anything, and uh, I had this overwhelming desire to scream. I get I'm it. I'm not kidding. Like, no, I get no, it. And, and I think this is kind of what this question is getting at for the, just the idea of like, I would, I'm, I sat there and I was like, I would just be worried if I was the groom in this situation. Just like, what if one person just loses it or just doesn't care for like 20 seconds and just doesn't stop screaming? And I was like, I could be that person. I totally get <laughs> I it. I could do that right here. I could ruin these people's like best day of their life just by starting to scream. I've had these moments, like if I go to see a musical and people are singing and whatnot and it gets either to a serious note or whatnot, I always think, what if, like what exactly would happen if I stand up right now and say, no, no, I'm Hamlet. Stop then, what you're doing. <laughs> stop it. No, stop please, it, I say. Stop what you're doing on the stage, please. And just, you're a beautiful singer. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's... Like, why don't people do that? Well, there's a very good reason people don't do that. <laughs> what, but, but, okay, if I did that at the wedding, what would have happened? Uh, people would be mad? I'm, am I going to jail? If you <laughs> Am I going to jail for that? Am I going to... If I scream at a wedding, am I going to jail? I just now imagine you stand up and you say, Hey, I know the groom! And then a guy in the glasses and the suit comes in and he's like, Alright, sir, this is your last one. It just starts pulling you away. He's like, you have the right to an attorney. Everything. <laughs> they pull you into court and you're trying to defend for yourself and you're pleading not guilty. And then the groom is in the jury and he's just like, No, I was there. Throw this guy in the sack. <laughs> do it. Get him out of here. And then what somebody, do? somebody in the court stands up and interrupts the t the whole court event going on. <laughs> oh, exactly. Then, like, 
you're you're in a library and you just start screaming. Are you going to get arrested? Of course not. I hope we don't live in a world where just because you yell where it's not expected that you don't go to jail. There are times that but it's, it's a- not even like an ex- expectation. It's not like, oh, I was kind of surprised you screamed during that wedding. Like, that's not the only <laughs> repercussion that's happening. Hey, uh, Will, I was actually be- uh, really, uh, you, you caught me off guard there. I just... Uh, you spooked me. Yeah, you really. I was sitting <laughs> well, next you to you, and then you. Me when you started screaming bloody murder in the middle of the vows. <laughs> when they, uh, when they said, uh, if, if anybody has any problems with this, for uh, speak now, forever hold your peace, and you just and you stood up and you said, "I have lungs. no problems with this." I didn't really know if that was necessary, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, when you said, "I have no problem with them being married," I, I really didn't see the point there. But good job for standing up for yourself. When you stood up and told us all about your trip to Milwaukee, I thought there was a better time to tell that story. Maybe after the wedding. But you know what? It was a good story, so I'm not really mad. But... I think all of us really took something away from it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the thing. You want to fall out of your chair because you're an adrenaline junkie. And I think that's honestly it. I think you're bored of class. Get and I think rush. you're like... Okay, I do this in classes also where, not like where I want to scream, because when I'm in school class, I don't want to do that as much, but mm-hmm. I do, I will like shake my head. I will like violently shake my head, and I've gotten a lot of looks and questions about it, and it doesn't sound normal or cool, and I understand, but I will because I'd rather look like a fool than fall asleep in class, and that is the alternative, because I, I think it you. is, yeah, and, and, and so like, I think that's it. Maybe... I'm not saying that everything you said before is invalid and maybe you do just want to scream and need a reason. (laughs) But in some way, I think you're just, uh, you're 17, 18 years old. You're confused. Your parents have decided that their only goal for raising a teenager is just to make it so that you survive these years. You don't really know what you want. And so uh, there's not an easy answer. If you want close to an easy answer, it seems like you might think a way that I kind of think, which is if your brain is going all over the place, then when you're sitting in an area where nothing exciting is happening, your brain is going to force thoughts of what might possibly cause something exciting to happen. Such as if the event of somebody just falling out of their chair were to occur, what would start happening around you? And I think the weirder question right now is, let's say you did, you fell out of your chair right now, nobody around you cared, nobody flinched, teacher kept talking, class kept going, then how would you feel? Yeah, but who's the idiot? Would you have felt satisfied (laughs) falling out of your chair, or would you not feel satisfied because the scene hadn't erupted into something new? That's the real question. Are you looking for the attention of, like, a a new moment, or are you just really interested in how it feels to fall out of the chair? Because you can do that alone. So it makes me wonder when you need to do it in class. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Okay. This is another question from Reddit. Comes from Reddit user i-download-up-car. So I downloaded a car. I downloaded a car. Yeah. Reddit user, thank you. And the the question, I just made this connection. You can't just just start dying before you even read the question. I just realized this is the problem with having read the question first. And the question is, legally, what would happen to me if I modified a car to be driven with an Xbox controller and then drove it like that? (laughs) Legally? There's a description. 
Also, I'm referring to this as an American. <laughs> Thank you. I'm only really Phew. current on American law, so glad we cleared that up. <laughs> and if the answer happens to be nothing, what would happen if you gave the controller to somebody sitting in the passenger seat to let them drive? Surely you can't actually be allowed to do this, though. So, okay. I downloaded a car, wants to know if you're allowed... <laughs> Download a car, if you're put it al- on an Xbox controller, and drive it while sitting in the car? As an American. That, as, a, as an American. <laughs> I would say legally. That's that's the lens we're viewing this whole thing through. Legally. Um, do you still have a, a steering wheel, or is it just all a big Lego car? Because that's kind of what I'm envisioning right now. It's a big Lego car. <laughs> And your your steering wheel is non-existent because you just kind of popped it off with the easy removal that Lego allows you to have um, so that you can have more room for your little Xbox controller. I'm imagining in the movie Cat in the Hat when the cat and the two kids are all in the front seat and the cat hands them all steering wheels so all three of them have a steering wheel to drive the car so now the man in the driver's seat has a steering wheel but the man in the passenger seat has an xbox controller that works just as well as the steering wheel i want to know can you drive as well in racing games like forza and whatnot in real life or can you like, is it just going to be really bad? Like you're going to try to do a very sharp turn and you're just going to flip the car and you're going to say, well, I shouldn't have done this. I mean, I don't want to get too far down this this vein, but Zane, how many games have you played where you can actually not crash into another vehicle after five minutes of driving? Are you saying where I like I'm not allowed to or where I really <laughs> want to? <laughs> Because if okay, we're going see, down... that's a question also. Are you going to be too tempted as soon as you get the controller? Yes, that's exactly where I was going with this. If it's now, you're implying that this is real-life GTA, and with the Xbox controller, you're definitely going to forget that it's not just a game, and you're going to see a car, and you're going to say, I'm, mm, I'm thinking about crashing into that one, and then you're going to... And maybe I'll throw the dude out of the car and steal his afterwards. <laughs> you just... Yeah. You, you unplug your Xbox controller at the red light, you... you run over to the car that's next to you throw the man out <laughs> you're banging on the window with the xbox controller you're pointing at it like get out of the car and he's i don't know what's Just going pointing at your xbox controller <laughs> i don't know what's going it's on like some weapon <laughs> you run into the passenger seat and he's like what what the heck's going on get out of my car you plug it in you start driving his car <laughs> sir what are you doing get out of the way i've got gaming to do Mom, mom wouldn't let me game inside today, so today we're gaming outside. Yeah. Wait, the real question is: Are you a rebellious teenager? Oh, have you seen the question? Have you have you read the question? <laughs> this is most definitely somebody who's just so ready to take their driver's uh, like test for the first time, and know that since they are in like a Mario Kart god, that they're gonna ace it. No, I'm thinking they walk through the DMV, they go through the whole process, they're like, all right, no, Matt, yes, that's me, sorry, I downloaded a car, yep, that's me over here, <laughs> please come 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I saw the legal name change. I downloaded a car. Uh, yes, right here, sir. All right, let's do Come this. Come over. Uh, can I see your log to show all the hours of experience that you have uh, to prove that you can take this test? And he says, sure. And he just busts out a screenshot of all the hours that he's logged into Mario Kart Wii U. And they accept it. And they let him take the test. And Perfect. he plugs in his uh, Xbox controller into the USB port. Exactly. He, he gets yeah. in the car. They're like, all right, hands on 10 and 2. And he's like, they're already there. And she's like, I don't I don't see your hands on the wheel. And he's like, no, this is the wheel. And then he holds up the Xbox controller. And he plugs it in. And they say, well, what the heck's going on? And then Agent Cody Banks style, because I love that movie. This man starts driving up a storm. Through. And the lady's freaking out. And she's like, whoa, whoa, as they start driving around, going 100 miles around this really nice Italian uh, sort of little vista. And they end, and her, her sort of like hair is falling off on one side. And she you just see her hit the little check mark, and he gets his license. And that's the end of the story. And then Hilary Duff comes out and is like, hmm. I'm going to invite you to my birthday party. What are you referencing <laughs> now? Still Cody Banks. Cross- it's still, still Cody, Cody Banks. Banks. <laughs> <laughs> still Cody Banks where she comes out after a driving scene and says, I'm going to invite you to my birthday party. Am I genius? And the context is, if I showed up to the TSA security check in the airport completely naked... Would they just let me pass through? Why do they get these questions? Oh my word. Clearly, I'd have nothing to hide. (laughs) And why would they make me walk through a metal detector anyway? Would there be something to double check? Please let me know, guys. My flight's tomorrow, and I need to know how quickly I can beat that line. This comes from Free Spirit Airlines. I mean, I think, yeah. (laughs) I think the best question is, will you get put ahead for TSA? Will you just say, oh, no, that's fine. No, clearly there's nothing. I like, wait. Will they get a faster line by coming naked, or will they get a slower line by the police? (laughs) No, wait, now I'm just like off, slightly off the rails here. I like the idea that you show up to the airport completely naked, but but you also have like the TSA say pre-check yeah you're just completely naked but you also didn't have to go through security i I love that there is definitely a standardized question that every like clerk has to ask you to like like you come up and you're like here's my ticket and it's literally the only thing you brought was that ticket you probably showed up naked use the (laughs) use the helper like cashier like automatic thing that printed off your ticket, and you mm-hmm. ran as quickly as possible yeah. to the cashier to make sure you there was nothing on you, so there'd be no questions. Right. But you show up, and they say, uh, "Are you checking any bags?" You and they just any... and they and they're just looking you dead in the eyes, and they're like, "Do you have any bags to check?" And they say, do, "You say, do I look like I have any?" And they say, "I'm not really gonna." Uh, that is check. not my place to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really gonna break eye contact here. Please quest- just tell me. Don't answer my question with a question, sir. <laughs> if, you, if you have bags, put them on the plate. Put if them you here. Don't just go. Just. What are you checking? Otherwise, please move. <laughs> please. Sir, I'm, I'm please so bad move. at eye contact. This is great training. <laughs> but, sir, I'm begging you. And you get moved along. Do you skip TSA or do you get intercepted by a guard? I mean, will you, you will go quicker. Will they say, he's not hiding anything? Absolutely, right? If, because... you, get, if you get those checked, if you go past those things and they're looking... It's not an actual x-ray thing, right? When you go through the TSA, it's not an actual x-ray machine that's scanning you, I don't think. I, I don't know. 
I don't know what else it would be <laughs> because yeah, I don't wait. know I don't know wait. the technology. So it's not so. an X-ray, huh? Now what are they checking for? Well. Are they no, it's probably it's to probably an X-ray. Clothes are clothes, or if I mean, okay, I I would hate to think the people who go on airplanes like twice a week or something are getting X-rays that commonly because right because like I go to the dentist and they're like you might get okay. cancer from okay. your once in every six month trip. Okay, so like not not uh, an X-ray like where they see bone, but like an X-ray where they can just tell if you're hiding. Now tell me the difference between those X-rays, Zane. Well, bone X-ray and no, not the x-ray. bone X-rays. What the difference between? <laughs> They're all X-rays, Zane. <laughs> I think when you put your when you put your luggage through the thing, uh-huh. that's X-rays. Yeah. X-rays won't hurt your luggage, right? Unless, unless you know Fido's you... in the bag, <laughs> you... and then Fido's has a cancerous tumor on the way out. Um, he was came cl- in clean. They said they said out, he looked fine inside came out the X-ray. Lumpy, yeah, um, but I mean, if 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 it is X-ray, then I think that it would still be good. I think. I think that uh, I think they would still have to go through mm-hmm. because what we've learned in the past with people trying to sneak things in, Zane, they use their butts. I'm sorry to get mm-hmm. gruesome with you. No, here. no, you're you're no. Hey, tell me like it is. They use their butts. Oh, so it is. Ain't that just the way? <laughs> See, I have a question. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean like it. They will probably go quicker. I think. I think there's less of a pat down. I think they absolutely would go quicker. Also, you know what you uh, would avoid is something that I I always mention and I think is hilarious and good for you. Um, I want to slap the face of the man who invented the belt buckle and decided it had to be the one thing that sets off a an alarm at TSA or security. Oh. That, like, it's the one thing that you have to wear to keep your pants up and you have to take it off and then going through this x-ray you have to let go of your pants and put your hands okay. above your head okay no so no 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 what no. do you wear a belt for huh zane yeah to hold up my pants yeah. on a grand scale but not in the in on the momentary standing position if you need a belt yeah. in the in the standing position uh-huh. to stand there in, in one space yeah if your pants are in danger of falling down, you uh-huh. have the wrong pants. No? Yes! Because I've got a belt on. Shut <laughs> up! Your pants don't fit if the only thing that's keeping them afloat is the belt. Sorry if I get my pants at Goodwill and it's all I can afford. Zane, that isn't even remotely true I and I hate you for faking it. But, like, we can go shopping after this and we can find you some decent fitting jeans. Thank you. Yeah, I no also problem, hate dude. jeans, but, yeah, I wear shorts. I don't even wear, I'm not even wearing a belt. Get over it. Uh, username Nate. Nate asks, This is an advice question, so I apologize for that, but I think it's interesting. <clears throat> if someone were to be falsely accused of murder, should they get a free murder upon release? <laughs> Asking for a friend. So you've gone to jail. You've gone to jail. You for a murder it. that you didn't do. You didn't do the Should murder. you now be allowed to have a free murder because you've done the time for the time equivalent of one murder zane i went to the store yeah i was going to buy myself grapes and i i didn't okay buy grapes Mm -hmm. but then when i walked out the door somebody came up and they said you need to pay for those grapes and i said i didn't take the grapes right lay off and they're like (laughs) you did take the grapes and you turn around, and in your back pocket is a full three-pound bag of grapes. And they said, you need to pay for that. And they take away the grapes, and they make you pay. 
Okay. Should you have those grapes? You should be allowed to. Do you listen. deserve, if you paid for the grapes. You deserve the grapes. Do you deserve the grapes. If you paid for the murder, you deserve the murder. You deserve the murder. That's what I'm saying. I do, I do also like the constellation. If you're somebody who really, really want, like, if they're pushing it on you, like, no, you did the time for the murder. Now you have to go do a murder. Like, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> who is it going to be, huh? It's not even, it's not even a question now. They're not like, you can, it's. No, we did this. This is our bed. Now you have to commit a murder. Otherwise, we will all feel bad if you do not kill. Uh, yeah, otherwise, please kill. We're not going to be able to sleep at night. So find somebody. There are plenty of neighborhoods. Um, but I like that if you really, really can't do it as a consolation, they now give you the bag of grapes that you once couldn't have. The nice thing is you wanted the grape. If you got accused of murder, you didn't want the murder, though. Probably not. I mean, if you really wanted the murder, you would have just done the murder, right? You falsely get accused of murder, and you've done the time for the murder. But then they know you're not the murderer because they found the real murderer. Do you now freely get to kill that murderer? Well, is that payment for the murder? If that's payment for the murder, then yes. But I think that you are the one who gets to swing the gavel as the court person and just say, jail. And then they go to the jail as long as you went to jail. Here's another, here's another question. Uh, how how many times is too many times to say oh that's my bad like if you <laughs> if you have gone let's say there's a very very popular important rule in filmmaking which is do before you ask which like you can if you get the oh. shot and then they're like hey you can't film in here you can say oh my bad because you've already got the shot now you don't have to film in there as opposed to if you ask can we film here what they tell you i do it yeah i do it all the time if you go into a library and you say hey can i film here and they say no now if you film there well now you're just breaking a rule that they gave you as opposed to if it was like a oh my bad i didn't know i couldn't film here okay so So, they don't tell you you deserve the murder yes but but after you get out you go and kill and that's your argument yes and then deserve it and then when they're like hey now you're gonna go away for murder and you say oh my bad i thought because i did the time for murder that i didn't do i got a free one and then yeah you go up on the stand and they're like why did you kill and then you say if i went to the store and I really <laughs> want a grape. You give the grape. You, you give the grape argument. You give the grape analogy. You're welcome. We just set you up with the perfect analogy in order to get away with your newfound murder. The thing that I was gonna ask though is after that, after you get away with that, the jury lets you free off the hook because they understand where you're coming from. They get it. Just like five hours later, you commit a second murder. <laughs> no. Now, now they bring you back to j- the jury, and then uh, they're like, "Why'd you? Why'd you do a second one?" You said. To be fair, I was in jail a long time, and I don't know how long uh, I would have gone away for having murdered the first guy. And so I thought I would balance it out by murdering a second guy, and then the time for murdering both of those people be equivalent to how much time I was in that jail. Because, man, it was bad. Then you, you could say, it was bad. Yeah. You... I deserved to. Yeah. And you already let me off for one. If, if okay, mm-hmm. you get accused falsely of murder. Yeah. Yeah. You go to, you go to jail. Yeah. You die in jail. Oh, okay. You die in jail. Do your kids get to kill? Yes. They get free murder until the person they murder is dead. Or or they get... What? <laughs> until the person they murder is dead? Yes. I murdered him. Are they dead? <laughs> Double check this, please. You got to keep this in mind. There was a girl in Edinburgh back in the time that um, she... Do you remember the time when... The good old time when... If a girl cheated on her husband, no matter how bad the husband was, um, they would get hanged for it. This was yes. a thing. Um, 
Yeah, so she was going to get hanged uh, for not wanting to be with her husband. She gets uh, hanged, and then she dies. They check her pulse. She's dead. She's in the back of the carriage. And then she wakes up in the back of the carriage. Um, And it freaks the people out. And they're like, you were dead. So what do we do now? They were like, well, we already signed the death certificate. So she did pay. You're, she paid for death. You're legally not married to that guy anymore. Oh. So you're allowed to just go live your own life now. No way. Did they actually do that? Yeah, yeah. And then they, she they lived for like that. another... She remarried and lived another like 40 years. <laughs> now, hold on. This is a real thing. Was it just like a good Samaritan in the car? Or was like everybody like, stop the car, get the people out. And the husband's like, yo, that's legit. And then, and then they just let her remarry. This is hey. This is back in old like carriage times. This isn't like they were on her on the way to her funeral. They hung they hung her because <laughs> she didn't want to be with her husband. There's no way the husband was like, uh, it's so sad to see her go. You hung her because she was just like, I don't think you're a good person. That's it. That's oh, it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's interesting. But yeah, the reason I mentioned that is yeah, that's why I said mur- uh, murder them till they're dead. Make sure they're dead. Otherwise, they're gonna go off and live their own life. That's going to be a different yeah. weird Murder scenario. Them until they're dead. Yeah. The question is, would a person be in trouble if they dropped their baby? Oh, no. <laughs> this, keep in <laughs> mind, comes it. from I dropped my throwaway. <laughs> you get in there's a comment. You Wait, there's context. And it says, as the title states, would someone, in quotes, be in any legal, in quotes, trouble <laughs> if they, in quotes, were to drop, in quotes, their, in quotes, baby? <laughs> Okay, the more quotes it, that happened, the more confused I got. Is it illegal to be clumsy asking for a friend? Okay, so I think you, you nailed on the head. It's the, Okay, we should be a like judge show. We should be legal advice at this point with how many <laughs> questions like that we get. But um, I just want to say, I think this is definitely a big mood thing, right? Big like, taste. It's big taste where it's like you have to decide how you want to react to the fact you're dropping baby here's the thing drop your baby not illegal if right. you drop your baby you say oh my goodness my baby <laughs> and you grab after it and you're like my baby and you run away just like swaddling it um you're okay i think this person might be looking for an out in some way which is not g- good but it's definitely a mood thing because like i said if you if you just were like embarrassed and just like caring for the baby yeah you're good but if you if you're just staring a person in the eyes and having conversation with them and you just slowly drop the baby out of your arms and keep on having the conversation with them as it hits the floor um you might get arrested Mm -hmm. i think that that actually might be and it's really just how you respond to it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think the weirdest truest thing i think if you're the the hard hard hitting question though is you're asking is it illegal to be clumsy i think the real question you should be asking yourself right now is is your friend a police officer is is your friend (laughs) as a cop dropping their baby and now having this internal dilemma of do i arrest myself or do i pick up my baby like it's one of those mm. big dilemmas of not just, oh, there was not, was there or was there not a cop around? I am a cop. I am around. I saw the whole thing unravel. What do I do next? Yeah, yeah. And I think the idea of, like, if if you act embarrassed, then people will be like, oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You dropped your baby. So, Zane, is it illegal to be a bad actor? Wait. <laughs> Yes, that's fair. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Throw them all in jail. 
In this case, it would literally be illegal to be a bad actor. I've got, I've got a great idea. Start carrying around a pocket full of of uh, powder, just white powder, and every time, every time you drop your baby, because I assume it's going to happen often enough that you're asking. Because you said is it illegal to be clumsy? You're not just saying this because it happened once. You're saying this this could happen multiple times. Every time you drop your baby, just throw out just a little bit of powder, and you say "darn flower baby," and you just say "sorry, it's for class," <laughs> and you put, you play it off to the crowd like you dropped a flower child. But you, yeah, but you put a, really... a couple of double A batteries in its back pocket so that when it drops, they just spill all over the place. And so when and it say, starts oh, no, when it starts crying, you'll just batteries. be like, huh. The batteries came out, but it's still crying. This thing is defective. <laughs> this sucks. I'm returning it and walk away. We're doing a scary job at helping this person. Yeah, no, that's a really. I think that's a really good piece of advice. I think this is a yeah. This is a good piece of advice, but I feel like we can't go too far without scarily helping this person drop their child. We can cut it off with: Is it illegal to be clumsy? No. Is it illegal to be a bad actor? Yes. Is it illegal? Yes. To not be prepared with flour in your pocket, that's questionable. Yeah, because that also ties into the acting. You really got to play up the flower game. Also, if your friend drops a baby that's not theirs, again, clumsy, everybody's clumsy. Oops, Butterfingers. But if you're a bad actor, that's not going to land well for you. Neither will the baby. All right, I'm going to call it right there. And that being said, Will Palumbo's in North Carolina, but he's still Will Palumbo. My name is Zane Shaw, and I was thinking about how I was going to end this. Do I take an outro from one of our previous episodes, or do I finally take advantage of the fact that during compilations, this might be my time to shine. This might be my time to say, first of all, thank you every single human being in the world that is listening to this show show and thank you every single human being in the world that sends in questions or shares this or laughs for a second or genuinely somehow gets a a good amount of advice or education from something like maybe you just learned please please don't let there be somebody in your life that actually puts a a thing of flour in their back pocket so that if they drop their child they can pretend it's a flower baby please don't let that happen also if your friend says you know what i could walk through the airport naked again Please don't let them do that. (laughs) Um, So now, whether or not you've gained real advice, comedic advice, or you've actually learned what to look out for from people that might take things literally, I'm so glad that you get to, to take something away from... Our, our silly little invention that we made in order to stay in contact and in order to uh, find an excuse to be comedic, uh, uh, this wonderful comedic duo that we've grown into being over the past couple of years. Um, I, like I said, he is Will Palumbo, I'm Zane Shaw, and I'm going to take advantage of the fact that compilations are now my time to shine, saying, uh, take it easy, guys, and if it's easy, take it twice. Take it twice.